Hi everyone. So yeah, we know it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you the whole Aliyah thing. But hi guys. And we're back, season two. Good bad gang, full effect. Bra 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 bra. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, so you're welcome back to this new season of the Goodbye Gang podcast. We're so sorry that we, you know, kind of disappeared for a bit. But yeah, we need time to regroup. And to be quite honest, we were both really, really busy. Like, Sos was literally sleeping in the office. He claims he was busy, but I don't know, Sha. That's what he was saying. But we'll let him have it. Yeah, life happens, man. Yeah. Man's got to work. Man's got to chop. Yes. That was it. But we missed you guys, you know. And we know some of you guys asked where we were and what was going on. And we kept saying we'll be back, we'll be back, we'll be back. But we're finally back. And hopefully we're not taking any breaks anytime soon. Yeah, and to be honest, just a couple of things happened. This is Nigeria happened in a couple of of times. We actually wanted to record and, you know... I mean, like last week, there was no light, and um, the noise from the gen was just horrible. It was there were just too many things. Honestly, there were always times that we were like, "Okay, we're gonna start today," but things just came up, and yeah. I mean, even now it's raining. It's just I'm actually very surprised that there's lights because we rain. There's usually no lights, but yeah, it's good. Fingers crossed yeah. because you know when if we turn on the gen, sometimes just you know I don't know how many people know the what they call the I better pass my neighbor one. But actually, it's a little bit bigger, but those kind of generators make so much noise because they're not soundproof. So, we're like, we don't have to come back with the podcast with so much bad background noise and stuff. We're like, you know what, let's just cool it and wait till next week. Instead, decide to go get um, pedicures and, you know, kind of, you know. Yeah, it was good. I got my nails did. And my feet scrubbed. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. it was good. It was good. We rested yeah. for a bit, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, although the manicurist. Must you want to know pedicurist stabbed my toe with technically the, we can go on the limb and say so deserves the little stabbing that he gets so it's kind of very evil but to be honest I, I kind of feel bad i think she was new and she was just learning so you know she just kept stabbing him like he was bleeding exists so wincing i was just like yeah, god yeah, damn yeah, yeah i'm not a, i'm not someone that goes like does a pedicure every month or whatever is it two weeks or weekly but every once in a while every blue money you know i don't mind doing it i think the best one ever best one i've had i think it actually was in Benin. Ironically. Yeah. Well, it's ironic or not. But it was in Benin at that um, Akada Mall. It was pretty good. They had the machine stuff where it makes bubbles and they make like a wax thing they put on your I'm face. I'm just going to quickly interject and here and that. say so this is not good. an ad. So, yeah. He ain't get paid to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Like this one, it wasn't bad. Like I said, what I usually enjoy about it after they do the old cotton or whatever is when they do the massage and whatever. That part is always good, you know. I think more of that and less of the other stuff. Yeah, I guess so. So, hmm, what have we been up to? Gosh, we haven't done a podcast since April. So I know Madame is now a manager, now, right? So you know, it's now. So she got the promotion. She's using iPhone X. <laughs> so you know, so LD is balling on a whole other level. So when you look at her, her, her new complimentary card, is manager on it now, no longer. Come on, worker. So this short break you see now, she she don't she don't. Guys, blow. I would just like she to don't, say she don't blow finish. First of all, also, I don't know. Also, what also, I'm still managing our <laughs> our iPhone. I don't know if they call this one again. Six something where Apple refused to update. First of all, I don't know why this is putting my business on blast. But I like to say that I did not get this new phone during the break. I've had it since like what Valentine's time. I don't remember. 
or after Valentine's. Mm. Yeah. So they came with the manager, no? You guys, let's just ignore those. But yeah, work has been good. Um, yes, I got this promotion, so I'm really happy about that. Now I can stop bad mouthing my company on this here podcast. Not that I've ever done that, but you know. Um, yeah, so that's been good. Ironically, even I got a promotion, but I don't think that I've gotten busier yet. But Sus was really, really busy. There was a time where he was wasn't get, getting home till like eleven p.m. or almost midnight. And at the time, he didn't even sleep for one day. Um, he was literally going to the office on the weekends. It was so weird. I know what I thought was weird. Sus now suddenly became so busy because of work. I'm never too busy. Even when I'm working, Sus will still ask me, where is this? And where is that? And I never use work as an, oh, I'm sorry, I'm working, I'm busy. So it was just very funny to actually see how things differ with people. Because every time I said Sus, Sus will literally throw in the, I'm very busy at this point in time. Now, this is a busy time in my life. And I'm just like, wow, wow. Like, wow. Since you are getting promotions, and this is not even about that. I'm just saying how I've never I'm actually said I'm not too busy for to do something. That's what I'm saying. But you kept I need to learn to work like you now, where you have time to, you know, where you're excelling at work, excelling everywhere else. So, you know, show us the way. I just have like to say that I'm not excelling everywhere. You're not excelling everywhere. Everywhere you're at not, the same time. No, no, I just said you're excelling everywhere. Now. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're not. You're not. Well, I, uh, I guess I, I guess you're not excelling in hearing because yeah, I just didn't hear what I just said. Dog, clearly he's not excelling in a lot of other things. We're not gonna put that here. I was just trying to say that everything is not gonna always be a hundred percent. Like there will definitely be things that will suffer, but I definitely try to make sure that I can do what I can do. Shall, I mean, every shall, day. Shall watch the promotion. Every day this week, I was in church not, because it. it was our youth week, and even though I had like meetings that I had to bang out at the office. Still make sure that I was able to leave on time for church. Even yesterday, I was in I, church because I, I had to do like. You want to pat in the back for serving the Lord? My point our is, Lord Jesus Christ. no. My point you is, want credit for that. I'll again. just oh, see on the flip side. This is where I'm going to on the flip side. Sus was too busy at some point in time to go to church. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, am I lying? I don't know about that. Am I lying? Anyway, I, I didn't say I'm busy to go to church. But, but you didn't go to church because you were busy. I don't know. I just didn't go to church. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't use business to do church. Yeah. So anyway, so other things that we've been. What else have we been up to? Uh, we, we saw have, the Avengers that we saw Deadpool, right? Yeah, what yeah, did yeah. you think about the Avengers? It was fine. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for people that have not seen it yet. I'm going to be very surprised that people that still actually yeah, Somebody told me they hadn't seen it yesterday. Yeah, everybody, but everybody, I feel everybody's, like everybody's a comic book stand or whatever. It was an okay movie. Everybody has said about it. Thanos, you know, what they call that thing? Gauntlet of um, what's the name of it? Thing? A gauntlet or something? I don't know. Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, everybody has seen all that stuff. Deadpool was okay. It was uh, I don't think it was as good as the first one. But the second one was still good, you know, normal Deadpool, you know, breaking the fourth wall, that type thing. It was good, you know. But I think the, I like the ending credits where they, you know, I, I guess Ryan Reynolds was kind of making fun of himself and his movie choices of the past, not to put any spoilers out there anyway. And it still amazes me how many people still live before the show ending credits for Marvel movies. You always know there's always something coming up. So, yeah, so I, I guess, like, for me, I I don't know if it's that people had already spotted for me, so... Like during the adventures, I don't know if it was that I didn't think the movie was that great, or I wasn't just as excited as I thought it would be. But I mean, to be honest, on social media, everyone was going on about the adventures. So by the time I saw it, I was just literally waiting and saying, "Okay, 
was fine is for this me. over it, 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 no it, i'm not it, saying it, it wasn't, wasn't it wasn't appointment viewing for me so i never took it as something i don't like, understand what appointment viewing yeah means. like when um the what's the name of the one shakala whatever his name is t'challa and the black how panther dare one. you <laughs> chakala <laughs> so the black panther one was like appointment viewing right that was everybody was rushing to go say that avengers wasn't so much for me like you know but anyway it was good i'm, I'm not i don't say that's a highlight of what was i've done since where you had the pod no i'm just saying various things that we got up to i went to the beach taco bay oh we had a party at sources place it was amazing yeah, i can see good. him like <laughs> it was really good yeah it was a cool party it was, really it was good a surprise party, party. Lola didn't know what's going on yeah. I don't know. I don't know footage of it. it was really. Uh, I'm going to be honest and say that I was actually getting very irritated by Sos leading up to this party because he was just being very annoying in my opinion. He went from insinuating that I did not know how to dress just because he wanted me to get a new outfit to. It was just very, and I didn't tell him, but I was actually very mad at him, and I actually decided I would let him have a piece of my mind that sunday before we got to wherever it was that we were going to because i was just like it's just being dramatic and everything but anyway back to the party it was, it was pretty really good. good you know i was you know i had the grill out you know apparently my my um pork ribs were a big hit so uh, you know i actually got it from this um does this place i've been seeing i thought you made those pork ribs i made it now Oh, okay. I thought you meant you got them as in already done. No, 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 no. I've been seeing this butcher place that's not too far from my house, and they had this party pack where they give you various parts of the, you know, different cuts of meat and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was just curious. When I was there, I'm like, let me go there, and they had these ribs, and, you know, they actually, they actually had the, you know, like a real pork, like, and they had like the whole ribs of like an actual, like, you know, hog, right? And they, that from there, they cut it for me, and, you know, you know, I couldn't. I didn't have my grill because you know, for um, pork ribs, you have to slow cook it for a long yeah. time. And I couldn't fit all of that in the grill because I was doing chicken like three different ways. So I had to put it in the oven, cooked it for like three hours, nice, soft, tender. You know, so it was a big hit. So it was good. It was a good party. Yeah, there's lots to eat yeah, and drink. Um, we even we had, had, a, the, had a silent disco trip. Yeah, so that's very good. Shout out to. Um, Silent disco guys, active active sound, right? Active sound. <laughs> yeah, active sound. Uh, yeah, shout, shout yeah. Active sound yeah. And there were balloons. I love balloons. So yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it was yeah. just really good. Yeah, it was cool. And we had a bunch of your blogger people out here. Yeah, God, I felt like the whole travel community was here in this living room. Um, but it was really good. All my friends were here. Okay, most of my friends. Before someone listens to this, most of my friends were here. Like the people that so could reach um it was it was good it was a good night you know um i had all this food that i could take and it was funny there was all this food and it was so yummy and everybody kept talking about how good the food was but guess who didn't really eat the food me yeah like that most times people don't eat at the parties that they go to yeah because i was literally in the i don't know what to say mood so i really couldn't eat because like when i'm in shock or pretty much food my my eating ties with my emotions <laughs> so i'm like in shock or something i can't eat yeah. oh the only thing i can say is that at least you know um you know when people say that uh least i think i made the argument for a 100k wedding so you know i might have to modify that yes modify man. that slightly <laughs> you know i have to mod- <laughs> modify that slightly you know. 
So, so, so it's like it's a, it's a just just no I'm still with you fellas. Just might be teeny weeny bit a little bit more expensive. Not teeny weeny, just trust a, just me. Just a little bit more expensive. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. Not teeny weeny. But yeah, yeah. you guys so uh, yeah, this is so taking back his words about yeah, how you can yeah, throw Shout out to people, shout out to to Nomad. You know, Nomad helped put it together. You know, Hi, girl. Yeah, shout out to uh, yeah, a lot of people. Ajala Bug was here. Yeah, yeah. Ajala Bug. Waka was here. Yeah. Travel with a pen. Yeah, Pasha, Pasha for Pasha, them guys. Yeah. yeah um, shout out people who brought free, free drinks along. Too, yeah, exactly. Some My so was, brothers. Yeah, it was good. It was good times. Good vibes. It was really good actually. And then now I think. Yeah, I finally had the surprise party, which is something I've never had. Yeah, I can cross that off your off your bucket list. Yeah, so thank you, so This yeah. is probably the only time you guys haven't been nice to him. Yeah, no wala. Yeah. <laughs> My reward is in heaven. <laughs> mm. But yeah, um, what else? Um, yes, yeah, so that's pretty much everything that we've been up to in a nutshell, right? Okay, we've been planning for Obudu because we're off to Obudu this week. Is it this week or next? I guess it's, it's Sunday, this week. Right? Sunday so, is the yeah. beginning of a new week. So this week we're off to Obudu for four days. Um, is it four days or three days? Three nights. Four days or three nights. <laughs> I guess whatever. Okay, we're leaving on Friday and we're coming back on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but we leave early Monday, right? Yeah, that's just the thing. We leave early Monday because you can't trust those late flights on. Yeah, but, on Friday, but most of Friday will be in Obudu. Obudu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so um, yeah, that should be a good time. Yeah, we're looking forward to yeah, it. Hopefully, we record the podcast. Um, I won't say live because it's never coming live, but we record the podcast from out there. Maybe on day two after ex- experience a little bit of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm really because um, I went there last year, so it's really nice to show people like what I got up to in terms of this specially curated trip that was organized for me. I'm hoping that this is way bigger and better. Um, it should be fun, actually. It really because now it's more people. I went with my friend last year, so now I'm going with. We're about for now. We're about eight in total. Yeah, so yeah, so you're making, you're making money now and everything. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, making so money. <laughs> yeah, so camping, um, the whole shebang. If you follow my page, my business page on Instagram, then you should kind of have oh, an idea Nigeria, yeah. of what we're gonna get up to. So yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, Let me take. We'll, we'll do some Insta stories on the Good Bad Gang, <laughs> gang the Good Bad Gang Insta page, yeah. so you guys can see what we're yeah, up it to. It with this. Um, Edo further, right? Yeah, the salad, small salad. Small, just small salad. It's small salad. Okay, the then big salad, big salad will be right? exactly. Yeah, so this is not the ram. It's good, so we're not missing the ram then. Yeah, right. yeah, I timed it properly before people yeah, say yeah. I want to eat ram and everything. No, I think big salad is August because the October one is October first. That's September twenty ninth, so October first. Okay. Yeah, so big salad is Septemberish or yeah. Augustish. I don't know. By the way, what do you sure. think of this um, democracy day being moved for June twelfth? Are you yes or nay? So is he, it political pandering? what do you think so i think it's political pantry this is why is but, it but does it matter if at the end of the day it's a good thing yeah that's why i'm going to okay, that, go that's where you asked me a question oh, yeah. Continue. so here's what i think i think that mko should have been honored is it honored or honored or whatever man this should have been done a long time ago this should have been done a long time ago for him do you get what i'm saying everyone well i know Einek is now saying that the results should be released but it was common knowledge then that he actually won the elections and then you know immediately he won the election he got thrown yeah, in so jail the president so, acknowledged it right yeah, saying that it, the most free and fair election elections ever. exactly in this country so he 
definitely he definitely deserves something and i know his kids had been waiting because maybe this was announced when his one of his daughters she you know put some stuff up on social media so yeah i think it's a good thing but i think it's just politics i feel like and this is just my opinion i feel like buhari is trying to gain the votes of the western people because he knows how much abiola means the western people i mean see here's the thing before june 12 was always a public holiday but only not at the federal level was at state level state level in lagos right yeah so lagos ogun state ogun state has already declared it a public holiday they declared it on friday is it ogun state yeah ogun state has declared it a public holiday already so most of the western states would declare it a public holiday do you get what i'm saying now buhari is trying to make it a federal holiday and i just feel like it's him just pandering to like Okay, the West, the Westerners love MKO. He's seen as their hero. He's seen as their president. Yes, sir, sir. And the funny thing is that then, when everybody was jubilating and everything, Buhari now comes out and says, "Oh, but this federal public holiday does not start till next year." Of course, now we've already yeah. celebrated um, democracy. Yeah, exactly. This year. It doesn't make exactly. sense to do it twice now. So um, next year. Yeah, so he's like, "Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't become a federal public holiday till next year." Obviously, so that means if the states yeah. want to declare it, that's up to them. But it's not going to be federal. Yeah, that's, but, that, that's um, standard. Now. Yeah. So, but like for me, I. That's just how I feel. Yeah, but does it's it really, a good does thing. It really, does it really matter? We get it. Maybe the ulterior motives, but does it really matter if the right thing gets done ultimately? So here's what I'm thinking: Buhari has been in power for how long? Three years, or it's yeah, getting yeah. So first year, we're running down his first year. So first year in power, this never came to his mind. Second year. See, we all think like they always say, timing is everything, and it just it's just the timing of his announcement. That is all. Yeah, it's not about whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, or it doesn't matter. It's just the timing. Yeah, to me, I put it akin to the whole um, Kim Kardashian and that woman that she got released for the, Trump. Yeah, for Trump. does it really? I, I, to the woman, I'm sure we believe I'm the same. Blah blah blah. Celebrity. This. What what all she knows, she's out of prison and she's free. So whatever his. Um, political calculations are and i think we'll be naive to believe that there were no um political you know of course that would be very silly as as you suggest but at the end of the day you know the the right thing gets done and this kind of gets me into like uh i think sometimes i bring the church thing in here but like the church this month we'll be having this series called um what is in in a good name what's a good name or what's in a good name essentially the whole theme around it was does a good name still matter in this country right and you know what why we need a good name and they have examples i think they actually had a video in church where a woman went for an interview and she said her last name and the interviewer was like who blah 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 you know sorry you're not getting this job and somebody came and said the last name oh is that your father with this is this and the person, okay, oh, wow, that's a wonderful man, blah, blah, blah. And the person got the job. But as I started just thinking, I'm like, do we really value a good name in the society anymore? Do people really care about good name? Um, I'm like, it's not a matter of the car you drive, the house you drive, that people say that you're doing well, you are mad. Do people really care where, th- you, where you got that, you know? I think it depends. I think it depends on your definition of a good name. So for some people, the definition of a good name is you're known as a kind person. You're known as um, what are the words? The regular stuff. A good name here. You're kind. You're humble. No, because you are saying, does anybody care about how you got your cars? So 
that's what i'm saying it, it all depends on you so i remember when i was doing nyc and one girl that ended up becoming my friend she was telling me about how she went to register for nyc and the person saw her surname and was like oh i know your dad your dad did this 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 for me pretty much so everything that she would probably have struggled for when it came to registering for nyc the, the person just said don't worry just leave your paper and sign that up now this was not a, a function of whether her dad was driving a big car or whatever it was just that at that point in time her father was able to help somebody in their time of need do you get what i'm saying as i said i'm, I'm not sure what the i'm not sure we're disagreeing on anything here no i'm saying so it's relative because you brought up does anybody care where you got your car from or whatever that's that's that has nothing to do with a good name it has something so, to do no, with no, a no. good name i don't I know feel like you're describing that does not no you're you saying does anybody care where you get your car from what does that have to do with being a good person a good name is if you if you were corrupt if you if you 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 you, you um, appropriated funds you did illegal activities all kind of stuff you solid the name if you were somebody in the office, you were not helpful. You were somebody that was always abusing people, argumentative, not nice, not kind. It's not a good name. That's what I'm saying. So no, that's what I'm saying. Don't bring the cars. You're bringing cars it's and the everything. Same thing. Because that's, in the office, so a, a, a secretary who does not have a big car and all of that, that it doesn't have a good name in quotes, right? But you're comparing it with a corrupt politician. That's why I said it depends on it's what the, type of. It's a wide spectrum of it. It's not one pigeonhole. It's not because I said one good. Anyway, in my opinion, it just depends on because I know that I've been able to get things just because I've been associated with apparently a good father or a good grandfather and things like that. That's why I'm saying it depends. Like I don't know where the aspect of bringing a car like you can't just i mean you're the same person on this podcast who says you can't just talk about something that is wide without narrowing it down and now because it suits your definition then it's fine let's I, did you, did you guys get tired of where so does this nonsense where when he suits him he goes back on what he says and when he doesn't suit him like <laughs> you guys need to seriously call us out like that girl who called him out on twitter on his self-righteous yeah, you know, shit anything. Yeah. But see, I, don't, I don't know where you're going with it mm-hmm. good names i don't know but you but this is even confused no because it's it's hard when somebody's narrowing something down when it doesn't make when any, it doesn't suit you doesn't okay so not because i'm narrowing it down it doesn't make any sense but when you're narrowing shit down and i say oh this is why don't anything it makes sense no but carry it, on guys no i don't i don't think this is such a hard topic to comprehend when you say good name when you say corruption when you say being kind or whatever it is what is the distinction I'm saying I'm uh, bringing a, a value system. That's my first approach to this, the value system, where I'm saying that people don't care about good name anymore. People care more about my materialistic thing. It's more important than a good name. A good name doesn't get you much these days. That's my argument. Because I said, I sat in church and I'm saying it. I'm like, back in the days, the older generation cared about good name because they really thought about things like, oh, I don't treat people well because... I don't want to bring shame to this village because back when even think about it historically when people say oh you want to marry into that family they go do investigation it's all about the name of that family but now people care nah are they rich they didn't have money that's the value system now and that is what uh, the preacher and church was trying to correct and saying we have to change the mindset of the of the of the nation and it's starting from the granular level of your family the church or whatever it is because 
that value set where a, a good name meant something is gone. Um, I just want to chip in something here that has nothing to do with what he said, but because he mentioned the older generation, um, I saw something somewhere because people keep blaming our generation and things like that. But ironically, when I listen to people of my father's generations, they blame themselves for all these things. So like I said, this has nothing to do with what he said, but it's just something I want to chip in. So I remember I saw a tweet somewhere where someone said they're tired of hearing things like this generation is this, they're into porn, they're into this, but it was the generation before us who who created the things that we are now um we are now consuming. So all the, the internet things like it wasn't created by me. It was created like by the people before me. So when I was talking about how like the people before us all spoke about good names and things like that, at the end of the day, there's still the people who are corrupt. There are still the same people in government. I mean, isn't that why this whole not too young to run thing has now come into the mix? They're still the same people. So even though they, they were the ones who argued about having a good name, they were still the ones who turned around and did whatever the hell they wanted to do and i'm not sure that so i think maybe it's generation before them or generation generation before them so no i know I, I, apparently i don't know because I don't know who, when i listen i remember there was a time in church when like they actually said our generation was probably the one because who ruined the country you know that kind of thing so but yeah like i said that was just an aside so as far as i'm concerned you would never you would never how do i frame this now you would never lose out on having a good name it might not seem like the most important thing at this point in time when you compare it to the people that have money and even though they got you through corruption or whatever you know it might seem like it's very it's it's unimportant but you would never like these things just always have a way of paying themselves out that's what i think because if you have so we think that people don't talk about people who are corrupt, but this is how it usually works. This person is driving around with their G-Wagon, everybody is hailing them, ah, eh, I loyal to your government, everything, everything. The minute you pass, everybody's like, oh, that one, she they said he got his money through blah, 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 blah. So technically, is that really, is that really a good name? Just because in public, it seems like no one cares, but behind your back, everyone, you but know, the, is but pretty much... Because there's no consequence, blah, 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 blah. When these people want to be well, here, I, I feel they, like want, they want to do... Like, you, you sent me this... Um, this ridiculous story that after reading it, you can tell the guy probably made that up. But I'll just use it just because you sent it to me about this guy. So he went to school with four people and they were doing really, really well. And he, you know, he asked them and showed me the way. And they're like, no problem, come and see them. And, you know, he wants to hang out with, I'll give an example of one of them, I remember. He said he wants to hang out with that one. That one said they could only hang out at night. He came with his um, bands and some chicks. The guy was like, oh shit, this guy's really gonna show me the way and everything. Then when he now talks to him, he now says, look, um, what I have to do is that I cannot sleep at night. I must be up every night and I must sleep with a girl only from the Teddy show or something. Something ridiculous or whatever it is. And that's the Baba Lao that got it from me. And it was actually his father, who is a pastor, that introduced it to him. And the guy was even reasoning whether he can do it or not. But at the end of the day, he was like, you know what, let me go meet the other guy of his friend and see. And all of them had some all funny stories where one had to sleep with somebody in public for him to keep on making his money and all sorts of foolish stuff like that. But what struck me with the whole idea was that nothing really struck the guy. The guy was still looking for the easiest one he felt he could do. 
and Hama and just trying to see which one he can, you know, tolerate in his life so that, you know, I guess one person had to sleep with their cousin or some all sorts of bullshit. But my whole point with the thing is that even though people say, you say, I told you behind people's back, but these are still the people's heroes. This is how the people want to be. So this is, I'm going to use how people go. Oh, this marriage is goals and then when the marriage scatters it becomes hey jesus and this is what was actually happening you know even though this person was being a uh, most i mean we've seen it with a lot of celebrities here's the thing i feel like it's so easy for us to say there is no consequence to the actions that people take just because i don't know the consequence or just because there's no obvious consequence doesn't mean that there's no consequence you know there's something i will always remember i don't necessarily i, I usually find stories ridiculous when i see them but i remember someone once told me may god not put you in a position where you have to do things that you've only read about there's a guy in my office you know it's like when we laugh about people who how can somebody tell you to go to the mountain and do this and you too you will go there are people who are going through things there are people who want riches anyway they can get it there's a guy in my office who told me about how him and his wife went to some mountain i can't even remember what state outside lagos when they they were looking for something i don't know what it was that they did whether it was a child or whatever and you know how people will say ah let me take you to this baba you don't usually in nigeria someone saying let me take you to this baba doesn't necessarily mean like a babala or sometimes they mean all these like prophets or wolis or all these alagbas person said they go to mountain kinikon kinikon go and do this go and do that yada 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 guys this person works in my office and he said him and his wife actually went there and i was like wait i don't understand you, as educated as you are you and your wife you went there he's like and that was when he said lola may god never put you in a position where you're so desperate that whatever anyone tells you you will do it just because you really need that thing I mean, you guys have, and that's just because Nigeria has been dipped into that level of desperation where people would do just about anything. And it's funny because if I heard this story from somebody else, I probably wouldn't have believed. But I mean, this was somebody in my office confessing with his mouth, and he's like, "You don't even want to know the things that me and my wife had to do on that mouth." I'm like, "So did you end up getting whatever it is that you so called?" He said, "Well, that's another story for another day." So I just sometimes yeah, some stories sound. Ridiculous, yeah, this, bro. This, this, what, a couple of things you said that does point me to sorry, I'll bring us to church again. Something that the pastor said when I was talking about um, integrity. He said, adversity leads to hopelessness, which leads to desperation. And he was saying that, you know, there are two things you have to battle, you know, keeping the faith, keeping your integrity. He said, adversity is one of them. Prosperity is one of them. He said prosperity tests your weaknesses and your whims. So he says, you know, if one time you make all this money, whatever it is, if you always had a, a wandering eye for women, what prosperity does, it magnifies that, right? Whatever your weakness is, it magnifies it, right? And that's your challenge with prosperity, right? And so the other part of the coin is adversity. Adversity leads to hopelessness, right? How can you withstand it? then that hopelessness leads to desperation and that desperation is what you're talking about now which leads to you know going to the mountain or whatever it is to find that breakthrough you're looking for and he kind of used um the example of job in the bible where you know he was rich before and everything and like you know god you know saying that this is my guy 
does very well and they were like nah it's your guy because he's doing very well let me test him a little bit let's see if he will not curse you right and you know obviously if anybody knows the story of job he had all these afflictions and everything that even his wife was saying what open your mouth and just curse him and so that you die right and he and he refused we stand the adversity but the past like in this our very day and age how many people will actually be able to withstand the adversity how many people won't say you know what this god thing is too much for me and he actually gave some good examples from his own life and it was like kind of simple stuff. So said he went to ghana to go see his friend that was doing the postgraduate they went to kind of event center and his, his um his friend was a student and students get half off right so he's like you know what just say i student too and you know let's get in there and he did it and he's like throughout the whole time there his, his conscience couldn't let him rest it was you know like if i get on this ride and i fall and i die am i going to hell because of you know i was trying to avoid paying 100 cds more whatever it is and he said that thing always stuck with him and always you know pricked his conscience and he was now taking a, a class in um, law master's degree in the university of lagos and you know his first degree is engineering so obviously he has a bigger hurdle to climb than other people that are in the class that did law that first degree and you know they were studying for this class big material and somebody came with you know answers to the test to the table where they were studying and he said the middle person came so we'll have the answers to the test so guys let's look at it he said he just picked up his his belongings and he just left and they were calling him calling him he said he just didn't come by kept on going he said that if he just if that he said if he just froze for a minute to think about it or listen to his name he knows what would have happened but i was going back he said he now went you know obviously sat down did the exam passed and somebody came to meet him like it seems like you're a pastor or something he said yes and i was like i've actually have marriage issues can you pray for me and stuff like that and he was i made a funny joke like say today now if they see him on tv preaching they'll say ah this one you know like that we did uh, we, um, we, we 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 were cheating in class in university of lagos together you know that kind of thing so it's just i'm just trying to point to right? and he was no, to point i know i get what you're saying i'm just talking about how sometimes we see things that seem ridiculous or somebody made it up but my boss and you've met her she told me something she's like sometimes which is not a bad thing not actually growing up in nigeria in quotes shields you from a lot of things she's like you didn't go to uni in Nigeria. that's like me that i went to uni in Nigeria. i've seen things like she stayed in university accommodation and everything. She's like, they will even tell you, be careful who's powder. She's like, come on, powder. They'll like, your roommate should be like, don't use my powder, things like that. It's like, even, she's like, they'll tell you, be careful whose stuff you're borrowing because that's how the next thing you see. Um, oh, let me use the funniest one. She's like, next thing you see men just surrounding you, you'll be wondering what's up. She's like, you know, all those wrong girls. And she's like, you think it's by I alone and everything. She's like, you know what? It's a good thing and a bad thing being shielded from these things. But she's like, people who have really ah, lived this life, they've seen things. And you just, the other day I was giving my colleague a ride home from work and she was just telling me one story like this. And I was just like, my God, this can't be. You know, but they're, they're telling you things from uni, from you know, and it's just, it's just crazy. You're just wondering, can this really be happening? Even to the extent that <laughs> they make you scared. You know, she's like, ah, be careful. You are giving money to the guy. It's just like it's it's crazy. And 
I remember that even my mom, she was telling me that sometimes, you know, people would tell you, oh, you need help in this. Go and bring uh, candles or this, this, this. By the time we light it, I'm like, dog. Like, I'm not saying that everything we see on the internet is real, but I'm just saying that to some extent, some of us have been shielded. So everything that we see or we hear sounds like crap or sounds made up or sounds, but... You know what's like my colleague said when he was telling me he's just about him and his wife and his mountain i was just going to pray to god that i never reach that level of desperation or i never reach that level where i'm actually seeing things that i never thought were real in fact the story that i sent shows it wasn't even i didn't actually it was my friend in canada who sent it to me and that's because she saw a tweet from somebody like a girl who used to date a yao yao guy and she's like well you know what she used to date a yao yao guy so she can testify to some of the things that he is saying and apparently she broke up with her her boyfriend and now he's married and she's like yeah they are like him and his wife they have they have a lot of money and everything but that she she's just grateful for the peace of mind that she has it's so funny because to tell you how sheltered or i don't know if sheltered is to me yeah here was just people who did internet scams and everything like i just thought they were smart and they just apparently you cannot even be a yo yo boy without seeing some baba somewhere to give you and because someone was like you think that educated people are actually falling for these scams on like it's normal you actually saw someone send you an email and you too you went and you dropped your mind like it's not normal and it's so funny because my friend she was telling me yesterday about how she almost fell prey to someone who's about to scam her over the phone she was literally about to give the person her bvn details and then her colleague was like wait what is going on like what are you doing so for the longest time i just thought yeah, yeah it was just yeah internet scam no, i didn't think there was anything it, behind it or whatever not every yeah yeah person is successful now yeah you know what yeah of course yeah so maybe it's the ones that don't want to visit a lab but it's not successful now you know but it's crazy because i like i know like my friend was just um yesterday because when we no not yesterday it was on friday you know i said i've been in church every day this week so she was just like ah but by the way this is my friend she just moved back from england and everything she was like can you imagine that they almost scammed me yesterday blah 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 so she starts telling me this story she's like the irony is she actually thought it was her bank because she had just left her bank with her new bank card the next thing she gets a message something something about the card so she just thought yeah i just left the bank now so it's probably true you know so she got to the office everything ah where's your bank she was on the phone then her colleague now said wait you're about to give somebody your bvn over the phone like no bank would ask you for your bvn like there are specific questions they ask you you know date of birth blah 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 whatever literally she's like that's literally what snapped her out of it like she's she's not sure how she had already continued so her colleague was like don't worry that they should ask the guy on the phone where he's calling where he's calling from together said i'm calling from let's say ikeja they're like eh which bank branch you guys say, are you stupid do you know your bank so like literally that was how he scattered his own because obviously they started to ask him too many questions like you are very stupid so you don't know your bank branch you know that kind of thing and then my friend was like like oh yeah you just scattered your old scam you know you guys i'm just like have i ever told the story of um, the security um on the pod security and how he got um how 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 his phone got stolen I think you told me that somebody said you should bring the phone and I've then I it on the podcast. I'm I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay, I can't so, remember. So, so yeah, so that's how um, the security and Mokaila, that's, that's his name, right? So um, I called him and his phone wasn't picking up his phone. When I got back home from work or wherever I was, I'm like, why are you, why are you pick up his phone? He said, ah, 
that they almost carried him go. I'm like, what does that mean? He said that he was walking towards the there's a filling station not far from the house, and that somebody just grabbed his hand, and before you know, he said his body was weak, and that's how they carried him inside bus. They took everything from him. He said he was just weak, could not say anything, and they took his phone, took everything. They carried him somewhere to Bedford, and they now brought him back, and somehow he was back again. But he said that ah. They almost carried him go. I'm like, ah, all your prayer you're praying. It means you're not praying strong enough now. If they're using uh, <laughs> something to be carrying you up and down. That's not, I don't even know where to be. And I hear this from people like so somebody in my mom's fellowship, mm. they took her bag from her on the street. Like it was literally, they said, bring your bag. It wasn't as if they brought out a gun or something. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. She said she was walking. So I live in Surulere and it's like near the main street, you know, shop right everything is there. So she was going to the shop right or somewhere and she was preparing for her son's wedding. Her first son was getting married. So she said she was just walking everything. She doesn't even know what happened. That they just stopped her. Good afternoon, ma. She to say good afternoon. You know when they're just talking to you? Mm. They say, bring your bag. She to she handed over her bag. Like, how does somebody just tell you bring up? She said they had gone before she now realized where to. I give them my bag. I give them my bag. Like everything was there, her wallet, her everything. So she 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 came to fellowship. I just like ah, she wants to thank God for life. You know it could have been worse. I think you put it that just saying bring your bag like that. People are giving them yeah, their bags. Like so, these are stories from people that. I actually that's what my friend was saying yesterday that ah that she's not a victim i said you that they almost collected <laughs> your own account and it was the bad thing about bvn is it's linked to your accounts yeah. so if she had successfully given mm. that guy emptied how everything um, emptied everything so you can just imagine if she was maybe doing this in secret or it wasn't in the office and somebody just realized that uh, this london girl is about to affect you know so you hear these stories like so who am i to think that a story on twitter is fabricated when people close to me are <laughs> confessing their sins and the stupid things that have happened to them so you just make sure that's what i'm saying that mm. the lengths and desperations that people will sink to to make money in this country people are here kidnapping people killing people you see policemen uncovering all these ritualist dens and things like that steady like things are happening but yeah but um, like you said something that we're, we're having a talk about where you said something like um correct me if i'm wrong that is easier for rich people not to be tempted than poor people or something like that so that's not what i said um i don't know if you guys know ozzy etome she seems to be shaking tables for some people but i really like her and she wrote this piece on medium and the summary really was rich people tend to be more moral than poor people in the sense that if you've never been in the position where you you are desperate or yeah you're desperate how can you how can you judge somebody else when you actually have never been in that, that person's shoes. So let me explain by the examples because there, there were people commenting on that the post. So it will help you guys explain more, um, understand better. And these are people that actually follow on Instagram. One of them said how there was a day he almost became a thief. He was like, he's a copper and everything. Um, You know, things weren't going so well. So that day he was really, really, really hungry. Also, I think he had made a friend 
another copper friend who he was also helping her because i think she had resorted to sleeping with some malaji for money or something like that so he's like instead of destroying your whole life you know whatever i have will be sharing it so there was a time he was really really hungry and there was like this woman who sells stuff she's very friendly with him she knows him and everything and this guy was literally standing in the corner plotting how he was going to steal from her because he was like if i don't eat today i'm actually going to starve so he was wondering okay should he just go there you know pickpocket the thing or tell her that um he will man the shop for her she should go and rest and when she comes back you know like he was literally just scheming about how to go about it just as he was about to walk to the woman he heard someone call his name he wasn't and he turned around and it was his mother so she had just come in from you know she wasn't living in lagos or wherever so she had just come in from wherever she was in the market and obviously she recognized her son and actually that was what stopped this boy from stealing from that woman that day and he's like he was really hungry like he had not eaten he had no money to he's like in the, at that point in time there was no time for him to think about being moral there was no time to think about stealing is bad all he could think about was if i don't eat i'm gonna die there's another girl who spoke about how she had a roommate in Unilag or wherever and you know she she was rich mommy used to bring food for her every month you know daddy would send pocket money meanwhile her roommate used to follow her to up and down you know and she she would sit on her bed and she'd be judging her like what kind of girl is this they send you to school here going out sleeping whatever so one day her roommate's mom comes and she notices that her roommate was looking kind of sad and everything when i'm like usually if your parents come and visit you you'd be excited now but as the girl looks sad so the next thing the woman was like eh your father you need to take him to the hospital and then your younger one school fees has finished there's no money to pay their school fees even me as you see me i've not sold in the shop this 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 but you know she listed all the problems that were going on at home and everything and the girl was just looking everything Next thing, her mother left. The girl picked up the phone, called one of her aristos. That night, she went, came back the next day, called her mother. Her mother came, collected money for her siblings, father, and everything. And the girl is like, you know, that just kind of stood out to her because she just thought how lucky she was that, you know, her parents could send her food every month, send her pocket money. And she now thought, it was easy for her to judge this girl because obviously she 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 didn't have to sleep around to make sure that her family was fine and things like that. So in short, the the argument of the um the write up was that it's easy for you to be moral when you have money or when you're not struggling for anything, as opposed to people who this is a life and death situation for me or this is a if I don't do this, that's the end, you know that kind of thing. So um, I kind of made uh, I. I I agree with one part of it, of what you said. I agree with the not judging people. I agree with that part. Because if somebody's doing something, don't just go there and judge them and nail them on the cross. Because like you said in that example, sometimes you just don't know everything that is going on. So you don't judge. Now, I agree with that part of it. But the part where you said when you're rich, your mom, you're allowed to be more moral. No. I said maybe you, you become more, you can become more judgmental, you can become more hypocritical, but that doesn't heighten your morality, right? Like, like, um, like um, the pastor was saying today in church, where he said, you know, adversity with the other part can make you go get desperate and start doing desperate things. While when you're rich, right, the whole something easier for pass a, a camera through the eye of a pain and the rich might enter heaven. 
So when you get rich, you can get yourself lost in all sorts of depravity, you know. Like he said, your weaknesses become heightened, right? If you, if, if you, if you drink, you drink 10 times worse. If you womanize, you womanize 10 times worse. Even made a joke, like some of you here that you're not chasing any women. It's because you don't have money, you're broke. Let's say you have money now and, you know, the women are really, you know, surrounding or whatever. Would you really be able to stand firm and commit and be moral and holy as you say you are now? Where is it? Like the old Chris Rock joke, you're only as faithful as your options, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, so the point is that so being rich does not make you more moral. It actually shows a different, not the same type of challenges, but it shows a different set of challenges. Different sometimes even it doesn't. Sometimes even desperation to stay up there. If you've heard keeping up with the Joneses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? So it's the same kind of thing. My friend buys a big boat. I need a bigger boat. And what are the things you need to get? This guy is driving a, a PJ private jet. I need a private jet. You know. So it's um, being rich does not take care of you sometimes you're even worse like my pastor said last week sunday there's rich man problem and there's poor man problem and rich man problem will never be the same as poor man problem rich man problem might still be the only difference is rich man problem is expensive but rich man his problem will never ever he's like so he's like an example of rich man problem is how do i finish paying the loan on this my g wagon that i just bought how do I finish paying the loan on this mic? Like you said, this person is using a G5. Me too, I should upgrade to another, to whatever the higher jet is. This person is living in Banana Island. Which island is more expensive than Banana Island? Let me live there. So he's like, for the most part of it, rich man problem can never ever be the same with poor man problem. Sometimes poor man is just trying to survive. Sometimes rich this, man is just trying to rich man, you, how, how to stunt. How many of these rich men do you hear committing suicide based on rich man based on quote unquote what you call the rich man problem? See, people are I, I feel like, like that. happiness or sadness is not a respect of rich man or poor man. So I'm that, not going to call that rich man the, problem. No, your it, question was rich man it's the same problem. Rich man problem sometimes exactly. trying to get that debt that that loan you're talking about that homer. Mm, Sometimes thinking. people kill themselves because of that home or whatever because they cannot step out of the house and downgrade and lose that home and everybody sees them go from grace to glory and they rather end it than that. Like even the I feel like it's in the same way where you see people say, I cannot continue living this life, I don't have any money, I cannot even provide for my family and they kill each other. I don't I don't want us to chip in suicide. Suicide is a serious issue. And it's not a rich man or a poor man. It could that be because it could be no. I'm saying it could be a, because a, of anything. Are, even a rich man, it might not even be like all these people that have kids spared, for instance, who just killed herself. Apparently, what was what might have been behind it is the fact that her and her husband were getting a divorce. So apparently, they were separated. That's, that's one thing. Of yeah, it. If you read they were more separated. About it, she was also having business issues to her money issues. Also. Yeah. So um, and it's just funny because. The difference is, like, I remember Kate Spade's dad was like, oh, she was always happy, whatever, whatever. He just spoke to her an hour ago. She was smiling. She was talking about how she was about to design something new. So I just feel like it's it's more complicated than we can Yeah, which imagine. is why we don't want to narrow say rich man problem is easy, bad man. We don't know. There's nothing that's easy. The temptations might be different. And like even said... If you're going on a biblical basis, they are saying it's actually harder 
for that rich man to get to heaven if you believe in that if you believe in heaven and the poor guy not in nigeria where you cannot even afford to soak a gary <laughs> all of them everybody is the same yeah i feel like nigeria everyone just has that whole hustle so it's just a hustle um survival mood thing yeah, maybe nigeria maybe nigeria no, I'm, for, no I'm saying in nigeria even the poor man too it might be difficult for him to get through that hole then every, yeah. Yeah, if, you believe, <laughs> yeah. if you believe in heaven yeah. that's the whole point in church like nobody has integrity anymore right mm-hmm. integrity is lacking in the whole country and you're using that example that's why the pastor's example was instrumental because there's something as simple as small as him piggybacking off his friend saying claiming to be a student and paying half off but that's how it starts it's those small little things that multiply and multiply and by that time when you're now embezzling a million dollars it doesn't prick your conscience enough because you've been eroding it on the little level where you cut the line here you cheat on the test there and before you know it you built up tolerance your conscience is dead and build up the way i feel like this is why they say this is why also people blame the generation before them i'm not saying that you cannot bring up your child the right way but a lot of times people apparently for um people miss it so the most common statement is that if you don't teach your child everything they need to know between the age of one and five by everything they need to know i mean in terms of empathy being good being kind not stealing things like that apparently if they don't get it between that age it's a small window then that's it there's nothing else you're going to teach them that is going to work because apparently from that age from five onwards they start building up on what you've taught them anybody that went to my secondary school will testify that all those people that were in charge of a tea and biscuits i said it from secondary school those people cannot be in government they cannot be president because the same thing they did while we were in school is the same thing they'll go and do there because this thing starts when you were when you're young i remember how the junior ones if we put it in terms of um, society the junior ones were the poor ones because we do not have the same power to react our even though we paid the same amount of money our tea would be less than a quarter of the cup the seniors would get their regular share. Now, if you were a friend of the person in charge of tea, your cup would be overflowing. In fact, you could buy a carton. You could buy two cartons for the price of one. And I remember I always thought about it. I'm like, this is almost like how they are sharing the national cake in this country. If you're my friend, you get a contract. If you are just somebody I know, you get... So honestly, this thing starts from where you're young. It's all about upbringing, like at the end of it. Yeah, things might change you. But like what your pastor said, if it's not pricking you, and I know it did not prick them in secondary school, the heart was not doing them anyhow. It was just survival of the fittest. If your conscience does not feel any sort of way then, and it's from when you're young. So I guess it's why people always blame the generations before. Like, it's the same way where people say, this, everybody that is shouting about rape and things like that, where are the parents who brought up the the kids who are indulging in these things so if you are a newly if you're a new mother or father or whatever and your child is still within that please teach them because honestly even though we argue about morality and whatever it's all down to your beliefs how you were raised things like that because you only build up on the basics that you're taught at the end of the day and it's and the bottom line it's not easy of course, nothing it's easier realizing. said than done. Of course, right? When people go to church and you hear the story of Joseph that flee from Potiphar's wife, 
a lot of people today say, what do you not come continue the on top, right? Or Daniel, you know, throwing into lions den and all this kind of thing. So it's simple. When you're reading the books, it's like a fairy tale. You know, sometimes, you know, you have to go actually look for history, recent history and try to see people that were selfless. That's why they make the news so much time. People that are selfless and put themselves ahead of others because it's such a rare trait, such a rare act. I think by default, people are out to look out for themselves and, you know, yeah, and, so, ga- and game the system whatever way they can. Yeah, so um, like we said, just at the end of the day, it's it's not easy it will never be easy yeah. but which is why i keep saying if you have kids that are young then this is your chance to let me take us back a little to this kids thing i went to my church on friday morning to drop something for my mom so i was getting to church there was traffic and i saw a woman in a car arguing with one of the teachers because my church has a primary school and a secondary school so she was arguing with one of the teachers and fortunately the teacher is my friend so as i got closer Guess what? I realized that the woman in the car that was arguing. By the way, you guys, this manager that from Mauto, because this woman that was arguing, she works in my office and she's one of the waitresses. But she was driving one Jeep like this, and I was thinking, my salary, your salary, how? Anyway, so she was arguing, arguing, arguing. She shot drove away. So I asked my friend, I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, there's a rule that you cannot drop your you cannot drive in to drop your kids because the street that the school is is very tight so there's a drop-off section you can park your car somewhere and then if you want to actually make sure that your kid has entered the school you can walk with your kid down but usually there are teachers there and everything to take your kids in apparently this woman always insists on driving her kid into school and she's always arguing she's always rude you know my friend was like ah, eh, even if she's a madam in the office because i was like oh she's my colleague you know what i was like yeah, even if she's a madam in the office you know at least she should um obey rules and regulations and whatever and then he's like he told her that the issue is they're trying to teach the children obedience but if a child sees that their parent is brazenly disobeying rules, this child is going to grow up to think that it is okay if I'm in a certain type of car or if my parents work in a certain type of environment to break the rules or to do things, you know. And it's like when this child now starts becoming rude in school and everything and they're trying to go, they'll say, but this is something that the child is picking up from the parent. So it's in the same way a lot of things that are morally wrong in quotes or you know people do it's just things that they picked up and that's why there's a famous saying that even though people say i want to be different from my parents it actually takes you being intentional about it because if you grew up with your parents doing something even though you know it's wrong it's unfortunately been imbibed in you so for you to actually break away from it would take you making a considered effort because i remember someone um, in church the a woman who came during our teenager she's like all your parents raise up your hands if when you were younger you said you would never be this kind of parent and yet that's exactly what you're doing so honestly i feel like a lot of things could be sorted out if we just showed good example to those beneath behind us or below us or whatever it is concord so before we uh, get to Jura, just want to talk about uh, I bring up the, I think you kind of talked to, touched on it with the Kate Spade. To be honest, Kate Spade is not a name in my ecosystem apart from I know that my brother bought a Kate Spade bag, really nice looking bag actually, for my mom for one of her birthday or something. So I remember that actually like 
because I can't really see the back in my head. But um, the one that really struck me because this came pretty much after that is the next day was the Anthony Bourdain. Now I'm not, I won't say I was an ardent watcher of his show, but you know it's just always been out there floating around. The episode I really remember, I think when he went to Vietnam and he was eating this, uh, that this delicacy, which is like the half, the like embryo of a chicken, where it's like when you open, they break the egg and see the chicken with feathers, whatever it is. Apparently it's a, it's a delicacy in the society and they eat it. And I guess his whole thing was always going out there and, you know, in, you know, interacting with other cultures and not judging, right? Like the typical American based the quote-unquote is like you know oh my what is that pig feet or you know chicken leg oh disgusting but he was willing to engage willing to understand and celebrate other cultures so he was and another too to most people he had the dream job everybody wants his job travel the globe you know eat different foods you know go all around and stuff like that so it was kind of a shock to see you know you know he was dead and you know suicide was the was the was the cause so it kind of i guess shook people a lot i reading from comments and you know people saying you know he was their motivation to live and stuff like that and just wanting his kind of life and so it was kind of a sad and you know twisted type thing there and you know, not to belabor the point i'm no expert on depression and all those kind of other things but what struck to me is like Sometimes people have to understand that, you know, those things that you're wishing for, you think you just get this stuff and I'll be happy. Some people, I just want to travel. I'm not traveled this year. I'm not gone yet this year. My, I'm looking at Instagram, but it's traveling around. If only I do that, I'll be happy. If only I buy that car, I'll be happy. But what happens is, you know, you buy that car and you're not happy. Then what? You're not able to travel up and down to the Instagram picture and you're not happy. Then what? I don't know what the solutions are, um, you know, I don't know what the right way is, but I think sometimes just, just remember sometimes when we're just thinking, I just need this to make me happy and you're pining over this thing and you're agonizing over this thing, you're beating yourself up over this thing. Sometimes that is not the key. That is not, you know, there's somebody that I said to a lot of people, that is the dream life, travel the world, whatever it is, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm no expert on mental health and all that stuff, but... That's what I took away from it. Um, so I'm gonna go on another, and another whatever the word is. People under is he underestimate Christ? I can't think. But people do not realize what it means to be called a friend sometimes. Or so in society today, people ask you how are you. They don't. They don't really want to know how you are. They just want to hear I'm fine, and you know they keep it moving. When last did you actually ask somebody, how are you? As in, no, really, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? What's going on? You know, things like that. I tell you guys, this can make a world of difference for a lot of people. But because people are used to, everybody just is just asking, how are you? As far as it's a thing to ask, you know. So this is why people don't open up. I mean, I remember telling us about a girl that I recently you know actually i hadn't seen her in a while she was acting funny things like that and i just took the opportunity to reach out to her and find out you know i'm just like oh how are you doing how are you going and you know she's like yeah i'll be fine i'm like is this something you want to talk about and literally this girl 
poured out everything that had been going on with her and guys everything that had been going on with her had been had spanned over a year and she hadn't spoken to anyone about it now god forbid she, she still didn't tell anyone about it and these things they're weighing down on her they would hear another story about how someone committed suicide or overdosed so i feel like pe- people actually need to it's not just to be called a friend you need to take the responsibility of actually being a friend ask people how they are and actually want to know how they are not just how are you and you just want to keep it moving ask people how you don't see, you haven't heard from someone in a while reach out one of my friends in abuja she's the only one there i make it a point to always send her a message i'm always constantly sending her a message asking her how are you how's work what's going on people need to learn like yes society has driven us to the to the point where we feel like we're always busy i only have time to think about myself you need to reach out to people you don't see someone someone who used to post on social media a lot hasn't posted in two weeks three weeks it might be nothing but it might be something. They might be going through something. Reach out. Find out what's going on. Hi, it doesn't kill you. Send a message. Hi, I just wanted to find out how you are. How are you doing? You know, that kind of thing. You see someone is... Today, I saw someone who looked lean and just didn't look... I sent a message. I'm like, are you okay? Are you? Were you sick? Like, what's going on? You look so different. People need to know that people care about them. People need to know that there's someone who's actually ready to listen and just because someone opens when people finally open up to you and tell you what's going on that's not not the time for you to not be judgmental and scream the roof down or go telling their problems around you might genuinely not have a solution but if you're trying to tell somebody else who you feel like might have a solution make sure it's somebody you can actually trust so on one hand yeah we can say that you know there are people aspiring to be like other people that you see on tv but on the other hand we also have to know that we also have a job to check on people make sure they are okay do your part if you haven't seen someone in a while holler and when someone is trying to talk to you or someone tells you oh i'm depressed don't take it for granted or don't just brush it off you tell somebody i'm depressed say what are you depressed about you have nice job you have this you have that i beg move to one side daddy you've not seen a better depression yeah yeah you know when you never chop you can come back and tell guys don't do that because but at the end of the day, just to wrap up, I'm wrapping up for you, but yeah, that's typical, right? Anyway, just, just to wrap it up, I'm not sure if you want to listen to the Remember, you're not an expert. Like I said, I'm not an expert. I don't, I don't know how to do it. So if you can, refer the person that's to... That's what I said, though. Okay. Is that what you said? Yeah. I didn't hear that. I said, if you feel like you can offer a solution, then tell it to somebody else who you can trust, not just no, telling, no, no, you know, no, no, to no, offer no, a solution. My mind is different. Talk to an expert. I'm not saying tell it to somebody else. If you don't know, that's going to tell your mother. Uh, I didn't them, mean tell your mother. I said somebody them, who can help the person. Plan. Damn it. Refer them to an expert. So just wants to have Refer them to an expert and let them take it from there. Anyway, so RIP to all the, everybody else and, you know, we need more love and light in the world. And shout out to Mocheda for coming out about her depression and seeking help yeah okay so um we haven't done this for a while so let's hit let's see what's been going on in the jewel world for people listening to us for the first time in our season to come back jewel is our social media psychiatrist psychologist and you know um you know i guess spreading advice to all the people that need help in lagos nigeria whatever so this one goes uh, no subject god bless you sir Please, I need advice urgently because I'm sending this message in tears. I have been dating this guy for almost a year 
and he recently proposed like two months ago. Good for you. The issue is I'm not his spec. He likes busty girls that are very tall and light in complexion. I am the opposite. I am kind of petty and with very small boobs. He wasn't my kind. He wasn't my kind of guy, but I grew to love him and accept him for who he is. Last night I was trying to make out and have some foreplay, but as usual he just wanted to have sex straight. Hmm. I got offended and left the bed, only for me to catch him watching a video of a lady on Facebook showing off her big boobs. I had to go to the city room to cry my heart out. He never bothered to check. I want to believe he didn't hear me crying. This morning I what checked his phone and saw that when he that he still watched pawns of ladies with big boobs. Should I just walk away from this relationship? Because I'm gradually losing my self-esteem and already having inferiority complex. He has never made me orgasm, but I don't throw it to his face that he can't satisfy me. Why me? That's it. Uh, so first of all, I wanted to... When I was there reading the, the what's it called, I was going to say, yeah, he proposed to you as the problem. Obviously, if he proposed to you, then there must be something about... I would just like to say that a lot of people did not end up with their spec to be quite honest with you. So I, I don't feel like that is a major, um, I don't feel like that's a major problem. Now, f- where the issue comes in for me is the fact that now your self-esteem is going down. When it starts affecting you on a personal level, and I feel like you need to take a step back, maybe have a conversation or something, you know, ask him why he chose you. Or you too, self. It's not why he chose you too. Why did you choose him? Like, obviously, you guys have been together for... She said a year, B. Yeah. You guys have been together for a year. There must be something that you guys like about him. And I, <laughs> the guy, for the guy to have proposed, saying as guys never want to propose and are always running away from marriage, there must have been a reason. Maybe he's just addicted to porn. Like Kanye West said, you could have him a good girl but still be addicted to the hood rats. So it might just be that situation, but um, if it's affecting your self-esteem, you should probably have to sit down and have a conversation. And if the engagement has to be broken or put on hold, then that might just be a choice that you need to be ready to make. Next time, also cry harder and louder so that you can hear your tears. Yeah, you're crying over nothing, right? Just like you said, you've been chosen. So whatever you think is Bexar, whatever it is, he has decided that he wants to settle down with you. Now, it's like a buffet. You are the main course, right? It doesn't mean that he's not going to have dessert every once in a while, right? So because, you know, you know he's marrying and settling down with you, doesn't mind, you know, he doesn't want to still look at big boobs sometimes and other type of specs. No, you are the main course. Every once in a while, he's going to have some ice cream. He's going to have an apple pie here. He's going to have a you know pineapple turnover there. So that shouldn't bother you. You are the main cause, and he has chosen you. So all the rest of it is not going to let the man live because he watches porn every now and then. He, he didn't want to give it to him. The guy decided to go please himself. Would you prefer if he left the house that day to go meet the side chicks? No, instead the guy just said, you know what? She's not giving me none today, you know, whatever. You know, the guy took his computer open up his phone and decide to look at some big boobs, you know. So what, so what the heck? Uh, I don't know. Every normal also, person know knows whose advice to listen to. But with that, we've come to the end of this podcast. 
Thank you guys for listening. If you don't already follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, please do so now. It's Good Bad Gang on all those platforms as in G O D B A D G A N G. Also, you should subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please leave a comment. We like to hear from you. And I'm sure you'll get a reply from us as long as we see it. For those who are Team LD, please carry on and continue calling us out on his rubbish. Bye, guys. Oh, yeah, we're back. Yeah.